What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of The Rivalry. We've got episode 62, week one of the NFL season starting this week. Lots of picks to get to. Kyle and I are jacked for week one. Let's go. All right, Mike. Week one, baby. We're back. Let's go. Football is back. Um, I feel like it's been a uh, long time coming, but... um, yeah, I'm excited for the uh, season to start. We've got some good uh, week one matchups. Dude, it was super tough looking Couldn't at these do games. It. Couldn't they, do you, it. You just don't know what anybody's doing. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I just – first and foremost, I think what I'd like to do is, you know, with a new season starting okay. and us starting, you know, kind of our bet in the pickums for the year, um, unfortunately we didn't get that caddy bet that somebody won last year. Uh, so you're in the hole to me, nine holes. So I okay. guess what I guess what I'll do is I'll say this year we'll do a full 18 hole caddy bet, but I'm requiring a a dress up uniform ensemble that the other gets to pick for that person to caddy. So you know, you might put me in a Bryson DeChambeau hat if you win, which is such a long <laughs> shot. But boy, do I have some things. Well, I'm glad you put that idea. You. Glad you put that idea in my head. Don't. But boy, I will not wear a mock turtleneck. <laughs> you're gonna wear whatever I say you're gonna wear. You're gonna wear whatever I say you're gonna wear. You might be all Nike'd out. It might be the best you've ever looked on a golf course. Uh, but uh, uh, okay, I, but I gotta draw the line at the white belt. You might be wearing two white belts. Who knows? Yeah. You might be wearing okay. a collar around your neck. Who knows? Um, but uh, but no, so we need to make sure that that gets done. So that – everybody's heard it here first. 18 holes. You get to pick what the caddy wears. We're making it happen this year. Mike owes me from last year. Boom. Done. Okay. We've already got that locked Deal. in. Deal. Um, and then for the – basically the season fan picks, I think we'll do just, you know, same thing. Um, Let's do overall percentage. So, you know, overall percentage, we'll have a leader and then we'll, or sorry, overall wins, correct picks, we'll have one and then we'll have an overall percentage as well. Um, And then we'll have some, uh, some gifts for those guys um, for the winners. Yep. Yep. Uh, I think that's a good way to do it. Uh, Last year, Messman, Won the percentage at 1.45% win, uh, picks, 45 and 31. Corey J won the overall wins, 53 and 41 was his record at 1.29. That just the whole point of that was we put the bonus game. Corey picked all six games every week, like a loyal listener. And he didn't have to have the best percentage, but he got. He got some but, swag for just but picking games. But damn near did. But damn, but near, damn did. near did. I mean, technically, me and you had the best percentages. We tied at 1.47, 47, and 32 each, and then you won the tiebreaker, which is how you won the bet. Well, but we get that guarantee, but then we also offset We can pick an upset, upset, too. That's yeah, why I think it right. evens out. It evens out. You're right. You're right. Um, but we're also getting to look at all the games and pick the three spread games that we want to pick versus the fans are picking the ones we're telling them to pick. So – Yeah, we should probably have an advantage and come out on top, but still, we're just that good anyway, so it doesn't matter. Well, and I got a little, uh, 
a little shicey last year and started putting some real tough ones there at the end. So I'm sorry <laughs> for the fans, but I had to make sure that we were in the lead. Well, um, it's like you you make sure to always put the Bears game in there. Like, you know, most of the listeners are Bears fans and you're just right, trying to right. F with them. Right, right. So, but, but yeah, um, so that was a good uh, – Bubba snuck into the top five. He was the fifth person in my top five. I'll give him a shout out here. But he didn't pick very many games, so I'm going to need more effort out of him this year. Yeah, and so what we're going to do is um, we'll have the picks out uh, Wednesday, and we won't include any of the Thursday um, games, so you'll have plenty of time to pick. But just make sure you get your picks locked in um, sometime before Sunday at 1 o'clock. Right, yeah, and you'll have to listen for the bonus game, but we'll post the other five games on social media so you can can pick those and send them to me however you want, text, instant message, whatever. So we're looking forward to doing that again this year. I think it was fun. Like to grow the, uh, the, the group this year and hopefully get some more people picking. Yes, if you guys have any uh, friends or family or anybody that wants to join in, we'd love to have them. Yep. But, um, but yeah, man, looking at uh, week one, a lot of uh, good storylines, I guess. You know, the one that I'm pretty excited about is uh, Bucks getting off to a, a big win Thursday. Cowboys going to roll – or probably lay down again. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know what to think of the Cowboys, to be completely honest. I mean, obviously, I'm high on the Bucks right now. They're looking sure. good. I think they're going to be um, as good, if not better, this year. But – Cowboys are just such a question mark. Like, their offense is, you know, healthy back to, I would say, kind of what we expected last year uh, before Dak was out. But I just don't know, man. I don't know what to think of them. What's your thoughts? I like I like the Cowboys this year. I think they win that division. That being said, I don't necessarily think that they're Super Bowl contenders either. And Tampa Bay Thursday night is a tough draw first week. And – Coming out, I heard it today. It may have been out for a couple of days, but their best offensive lineman, the right guard, Zach Martin's going to miss this game. So you're already putting them, you know, on the line in a hole. Uh, he he had COVID, so he'll he'll be out at least for this game. But I, I'm high on the Cowboys. For that division's very winnable. Obviously, the NFC East is terrible, but um, so I think if those guys, I mean, you're talking about there's not a lot of teams in the league that have a better quarterback to receiver running back group than the Cowboys do Dak no. Prescott, CD lamb, um, Amari Cooper and Zeke. And they have Gallup, I think as a slot receiver is pretty good too. So right. there's not a lot of teams that wouldn't rather have that than what they have in those positions. So it's just whether or not they have the defense and the offensive line to get it done and stay well, healthy. That- and that's just it is, I mean, you know, the Cowboys are offensively heavy. I just, I don't, I mean, is it going to be a same thing with their defense where they can't stop anybody and this is going to look like the Seahawks from last year? Right. Yeah. And that's the thing. You have to win a lot of high scoring games. They don't have, they're not very good in the secondary. They got good linebackers. And then to be honest with you, I don't know that I could tell you how, where they are on their defensive line at, you know, if they're any good there or not at the moment. But, yeah, it, it, I think they're going to end up win, having to win a lot of high-scoring games, and they have the firepower to do that, but you're also going to lose some games playing that way too. Well, and you got to think that they are super, motiva- or super motivated after what they went through last year. Yeah. I mean, they were like the laughing stock, um, you know, there for 
whenever Dalton was playing, which bears yeah, happy to have him. Happy to have him. <laughs> I mean, he turned it around and had some good games or whatever. Yeah, but well. Honestly, sadly, as a Bears fan, I'm rooting for bad Dalton so that we can just get Fields in there quicker. <laughs> but we'll get to get that, him, I'm sure. Get him in there. But, um, but yeah, so that I think that's a good starting game, um, kind of kick off the season. And then some of the other ones I was looking at, like, you know, we were talking about just kind of not knowing, you know, teams and not knowing what's going to happen, like Jaguars at Texans. All right, you've got Trevor Lawrence first, you know, week one, um, regular season game, and then the Texans are a mess. They got, yeah. you know, Tyrod Taylor starting. Um, that organization, I feel like, is just underwater. Dude, it's all, all over the place. Like, I have no idea what to think of them this year. But, like, I just don't know a college quarterback making that first start in the NFL. Like, it's just tough. I think that's just a tough transition. I think and, – and that's why a lot of my picks go towards this, which I'm also going to pick the Dolphins over the Patriots because I just don't think that any of the starters, you know, week one are going to win um, that are rookies. But I just think that's such a tough ask. But at the end of the day, like – Trevor Lawrence couldn't have gotten a better pick for his first game. Than That's the what I'm saying. Texans are just, I think, going to be so bad. I just, like, I don't know how, I don't think that, I think the Jags win that game. I just don't know. I, Texans are so bad. Tyrod Taylor might be the best thing for them just as far as, like, a guy who's not, like, he's been there, not going to be overwhelmed. Not he's consistent. Turn, right. He's But he's not going to win you games. We won't lose you games either. I just don't know if they have enough anyway. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think that I think the Jaguars take that game. I don't know if it's a blowout. I think it's you know probably a pretty messy game to be honest. Um, but I mean, it's just it's it's one of those things where you just don't know anything about these two programs. There's been so much change in the off season that it's just kind of a roll of the dice. So right, um, I'll be interested to see how that plays out. Eagles Falcons. We kind of talked about this one, which is you know. Eagles are starting hurts. Um, you know, they've got some firepower on the offense, but who knows about their defense? And then Falcons, I mean, you want to talk about another team that's got, you know, I don't know who their running back is, but quarterback, you know, Matt Ryan, I think he's still got some, you know, games in him. And then Calvin Ridley, uh, Kyle Pitts. Um, I mean, they've got some weapons on the offensive end. So I think that'll be a pretty interesting one as well. Oh, they still got uh, we were sorry. We, I just came to me, Todd Gurley. Yeah, but I mean, like, uh, what is he? I feel like what Todd is, Gurley's is he been anymore? in fantasy I, for ten years. That's what I'm saying, like, with, I don't think with, he's with three knee blown outs. Um, yeah, yeah I the mean, Falcons I... are going to Falcon probably by the end of the year, but I they start off hot. It seems like a lot. Yeah, yeah, and then um, you know, I think that. One of the biggest my, – my my biggest games is going to be seeing how the Bills come out. I hope they just absolutely crush the Steelers. Like, I'm done with Big Ben. I hope that they make the move against him. Like, let him go off on his dusty trail and put somebody <laughs> else in. Like, I'm so tired of that fat piece, dude. So, here was uh, – if I can jump in there on these games. Like, we're because we were talking, it was so hard to pick. It's always hard to pick week one. But I feel like this year more than ever. I mean, yeah, Chiefs, Bills, Patriots, or um, Buccaneers. Like, there's some teams that the, that have obviously separated themselves from the top. 
But like you get after like team six through 20, 20 like are interchangeable to me. And I yeah. don't know, like that's what makes it so hard. And it's all we're getting a lot more parody, which is a lot more fun to watch as a fan. Just a lot more a lot harder to bet as a better. I feel like I mean you're right. talking there's Jalen Hurts, Tua, uh, Trevor Lawrence, like all these young quarterbacks, and like I just named a few, but like I don't know who's better NFL well, quarterback so, out of those guys. All right. yet. Burrow, Daniel Jones, um, Jameis Winston, which we talked about um, before this. We think that you know Jameis Winston, this is his time to shine. Like if he's ever been in an opportunity and going to do anything in the NFL, I mean this is his yeah. you know, season to do it. Yep. But then you got Mac Jones, um, you know, maybe Justin Fields uh, pretty soon. Herbert? I mean, there's just – no, no, no. I'm saying for um, the Bears and then Herbert as well. Yeah, no, that's what I mean, um, yeah. Yeah, Herbert as well. But, like, all those people, you know, what's the transition time? How, how long does it take for them to get comfortable? How long does it take for them to get, you know, comfortable with the offense, comfortable with the packages? I mean – I don't know, man. It's just it's it's going to be an interesting. I think like by week five, we'll probably have a better, you know, tell. But um, and then also the Packers, like that was uh, that was a spread that I was interested in because the Packers are minus four against the Saints, and I just don't know. Like, just felt like that would be a higher spread. I felt like they would give some some respect to the Packers, but I'm sure you love them not giving any respect. I'm just. It's at New Orleans. Well, it won't be at New Orleans. It'll. I think where did I can't remember where I saw they were actually going to play the game at now. But uh, it's it's a road game for the Packers, and I think people are just like wait and see on the Packers. Kind of if there's going to be any distraction, how they're actually all going to play together and stuff. I mean, obviously Aaron Rodgers is great. Nobody's debating that, but uh, that defense isn't like awesome or anything. And I think. People, the Saints are just a better team than people give them credit for. It was not just Drew Brees. Like, that offense is good. It was, I mean, they were, what, 5-0 and when Drew Brees was hurt between Bridgewater yeah. and Taysom Hill and stuff? Like, that, that team's good, and I think we'll find a way to get it done. Taysom Hill, where is he at now? He's still there. He lost the job to Jameis. So he'll still be his – they're still going to use him as Taysom Hill, like, as they normally would have, I think. The big but distraction. They wanted him to be the starter, I think, and Jameis just outplayed him. Yeah, I mean, I think if you're looking at who's an actual quarterback on that right. team, like Jameis Winston's a quarterback. But yeah, Taysom Hill's a gimmick, kind of. Uh, 100% gimmick quarterback. I mean, yeah. almost like uh, Lamar Jackson. But Yeah, and it's like that Broncos-Giants spread, two and a half. I couldn't tell you who's better between those two teams. That's probably why it's only two and a half. But it's just like these games, it's too early. Teddy Bridgewater versus Daniel Jones. I don't even know who's better between <laughs> those two. Uh, yes. There's just so much me- – I don't want to call it mediocrity because I think they're all pretty good quarterbacks. There's just a lot more good quarterbacks than there used to be. And so that makes all these teams pretty similar. And you just can't get a read on it. I don't even know if week, week five we may see some separation at the top, but there's still going to be a lot of – similar teams playing each other every week two and three three and two yeah Yeah. so i don't know man it's gonna be it's gonna be fun and it's gonna be tough but i'm excited what do you uh 
what do you think about what do you think about the Chiefs? I mean, I feel like, in my opinion, the Chiefs probably have the biggest chip on their shoulder. Yeah, from, they're on a mission, I think. From just, I mean, all the hype that they had, you know, 2019, rolling into 2020, they lost. Coming back 2021, just, you know, they signed um, Mahomes to that big deal. Like, I just think that they are the type of organization, and Andy Reid, which is just like, hey, man, we've got something to prove this year. And I think that they're going to come out swinging. And so, you know, I'm – I'm interested to see what the Browns are like too. Um, yeah, Browns you, are Browns are an interesting team for sure. Well, you took Baker um, in one of our drafts, and I just think that he's going to be a real kind of role quarterback. Like he's going to not do too much, but I, that run game is just ridiculous. Yeah, the Browns have offensive line and their run. I mean, that's going to be their bread and butter. I just think if Baker cannot turn the ball over. Like they have, they have the defense and the offense to be a really good team. Maybe, possibly even a contender. You know what I mean? If they, if Baker can just like play, he's good enough. If he just doesn't, I mean, I, I like the gunslinger mentality sometimes in a quarterback, but sometimes he just has too much. Right. And if yeah. he can just not lose them games, they're good enough to win. Well, and but, I think everybody was you know super excited about Cleveland being good last year right they caught fire there at the end i think they've got a lot of momentum going into it but one of the uh one of the i would say weirdest matchups in my mind um is this cardinals titans like minus three give me a field goal like that's like that's a flip of the coin in my mind uh yeah and it's high on the titans like lately but but all their spreads are that way because they don't blow anybody out I know. Well, that's just – that's the most frustrating part is, like, you look at a spread for the Titans, it's going to be, you know, right around a field goal. So, right. how do you ever end up picking them, like, yeah, lock – they're locked this this week. Like, it's just tough. It's just super, super tough. But I guess with all of the uh, – all of the games, you know, one game we haven't talked about, Bears-Rams, I, this is a tough draw for you guys, like, this yeah. is a super tough draw to start the season. Sunday but, night football. But you know what? Like, hey, put Dalton on the stage. You know, give him a big test and see. Maybe he maybe he ends up playing well. Maybe that experience comes off and maybe, you know, that's that's what he needs. But this also could be an easy way for, you know, a blowout. Fields comes in the game, maybe gets a little momentum, and then at that point, you know, maybe something happens. But what's your – What's your overall thoughts with Bears going into week one, this draw, kind of so where things I, are at? I'm frustrated that they're not starting fields. At the same time, like, I get it. You can't be surprised. You can't no, not I'm not surprised. surprised. I'm not surprised. I get it. I'm just frustrated as a fan. Like, I think the thing is, it's like everybody knows fields is the future, right? Yeah. So, yep. what what are we waiting on? I mean, it's, it's not like the – old days when these rookies came in and they, they had to sit a couple of years. Like that was just the way of the land. Like rookies have come in, started from day one and been successful. Baker Mayfield did it. Um, Burrow. Burrow did it. Like these got Trevor Lawrence. Herbert, like, like, Trevor Herbert Lawrence, whenever he got his chance. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence, Jones. Um, guys are doing uh, the kid for the Jets. I can't think of his name. Wilson. Darnold. Wilson. Oh, Wilson. Yeah, yeah. Zach Wilson. Like yeah. those guys are doing it and, like now too, it's like it's not as uncommon as it used to be. 
And we're sitting here as a Bears team knowing knowing we're not winning anything this year. And so the only reason you don't start Fields right away is just to let him kind of ease into, you know, the way a game works on Sunday, you know, listen in on the play calls and stuff like that. It's like, I get it. But at the same time, just get him out there and let him do it. And they're going to play Dalton for probably four or five games, and then it'll be Fields time. That's my guess. But as far as Sunday night goes, the only, like, um, optimism I have on that game is Stafford's first game with the Rams. So maybe there's a little bit of, um, you know, newness to them. I mean, Dalton's first game with us too, but you just hope that we can keep the game close with our defense and anything can happen. But no, I, I think seven and a half is a good spread. Like I would take the bears to cover that. I think it'll oh. at least keep it close. Oh, I think oh. they'll at least keep it close. Like, there, we lose by seven, probably, if I had yeah. to guess. But, I, I, yeah, I think there's excitement in Chicago around fields. It just sucks that we have to wait to let that out, probably what do you, five, six games. What do you think about the defense? So you talked a lot about the offense. But I still like the defense. defense. I mean, we're secondary's not I, – I don't like where we're at at corner at the moment. But, um, you know, we still have Mac. We still have good linebackers and Roquan, and we still got Eddie Jackson. Like I like where we're defensively, we're still going to be good. It's all about well, I think whether that, you can get the takeaways or not, too. Yeah, and that's where I think. I mean, you know, the Bears can be okay being a little bit low on the corner because they're probably going to get enough pressure to make those passes pretty quick. Right. You know what I mean? So that's the goal. <laughs> If you can guard somebody, you know, three to four seconds, I think you'd be fine. Um, but, um, no, you know, what I was just thinking was when we were talking about this is I almost feel like this is like the new coming of the NFL. I mean, to be, to be honest, like this is kind of that we've got, you know, your Drew Brees's, Peyton Manning's, uh, Tom Brady's, uh, Russell Wilson's, you know, they, they'll still be around. But, like, there's so many of these old guys that have just been figureheads in the league. Yeah. That now you're just seeing, I mean, a complete sort of like rebuild of the league. So you've got all these the new changing guys of the got. guard, kind of. Yeah, it's like, you know, Zach Wilson, Trevor Lawrence, Mac Jones, Justin Fields, Justin Herbert, Jalen Hurts, you know, Joe Burrow. Um, all these young guns coming in, and it's kind of like their time, their time, their turn. And so, you know, we're going to see these guys for the next 10 years. So I think it's kind of cool to have been – and seeing Drew and all those guys play, and then now see, you know, this type of NFL. I think that's what I'm most excited to just kind of see in this. this Right, year. and I think it's a changing of – and we, I talked about it last year. Uh, it's a changing of kind of the style, too, with the way the game's played. It's like you made a point, though, We you know, Drew Brees, Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, Phillip Rivers, Ben Roethlisberger – Matthew Stafford, Matt Ryan, like these guys have been around for so long. It's like all these, all the quarterbacks for the last 10 years that got drafted, some of these like never even got a chance because they're behind all these guys that weren't right. going anywhere. And now these new young guns are coming up and these guys are like old vets. Like, like think about it. Did Tyrod Taylor ever really get a fair shake? Like they get these, they get these random starts and stuff on bad teams where they have a young quarterback that they're never going to get to play over. You know what I mean? And right. it's almost like they 
this, these last 10 year quarterbacks got stuck behind these other guys. But well, what I talked but, about last year was, and it's even less this year with Breeze and Rivers gone, is dude, there are no other than like Tom Brady and Ben Rossberger. Name me another like non mobile quarterback. Matt Ryan, maybe. It's a lot as another one. But like you can't Matt be, Jones. Yeah, and we've yet to see if he's gonna be any good being that way. But I'm just saying Matt like, Jones, Tannehill. No, dude, Tannehill's mobile. Like he can get uh, away. Car, car. Yeah, maybe. But even like even he has a little bit of athleticism. Like I'm talking, I mean, Drew Brees, Tom Brady, Ben Rossberger, Peyton Manning. Like What's those guys have- can't move. I so we didn't even talk. Yeah, you're right. And Philip so, Rivers, Jimmy G, Jimmy G. But like he's he's at least young enough. He still has a little bit of athleticism. But like, yeah, right. he'll his knee will shatter, I guess, if he moves. But <laughs> but he, the like Jimmy G, Mac Jones is even young enough that he can move a bit. Like those guys, as they get older, they will turn into right like right, right, the right. Drew Brees. So whether or not they can be good enough to have a long career being that way. But I, but I, what I'm saying is like Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, um, like that's the way the, the quarterback position's going. Oh, even I Baker mean, Mayfield, dude. Everything is RPO. I mean, everything yeah. is there's there's a run pass in every single I feel like call that they make, yeah. and it's I mean it is a lot more of an athletic position for sure. Um, but I think what they've also done is they've also like the defensive packages that they're like the defensive packages that they're running now and hiding now, I feel like are kind of the X factor for like these new quarterbacks coming in. Because I mean, like it's really tough. I mean, they hide packages in the NCAA, but like in college, I mean, you're, you're still, you know, you kind of know what you're going to get. They run, you know, one style, like, that's where I think, I mean, the learning curve is going to be. And when we were talking, we didn't even mention Josh Allen. But, like, I mean, yeah, a guy like that, 6'6", huge arm and can run. Like, what do yeah. you do with that? Yeah. Like, how do you guard that? And then, you like, you have to go against him. And then the next week you might be going with Tom Brady. Right. He's just going to sit in the pocket. Right. Like, who, who can read what you're diff- doing? That's such a difficult position to guard. I mean, yeah. to just, like, you know, plan for. But to your point, like the defenses are a lot more sophisticated, and even the defensive players, like these ends and outside backers, rush the quarterback are so fast and fast. athletic. Fast. And, like, you, these tackles can't can't do it on a regular. Like they're going to struggle. Even the best tackles in the league are going to get beat. So you have to have an athletic quarterback back there because if he can't figure it out pre snap like a Peyton Manning and Tom Brady can, like very few can, right. then he better be able to get out of trouble. And, and sure. make and extend plays, and I think that's just the way the the quarterback position like is going that direction so much now that the guys, the Tom Brady's and Peyton Manning's are not going to be around once Brady is gone and like Matt Ryan, like those are the last ones. Yeah, I mean, you're even seeing... Stafford and like Aaron Rodgers, who are older, can move. But I'm almost seeing a imperative of, like, coach to quarterback. You know what I mean? Like, okay, so what could have been the best fit for Mac Jones to come into the league? Right. Like, probably a very 
functional offense where you have check downs and you're nickel and dime in the field, staying in the pocket, not doing turnovers. Like that's pretty much Alabama. That's pretty much the Patriots. And then you've got, you know, okay. So uh, Rivera at like Washington, little gambler, you know, now he's going with Fitz magic. Like, let's go. You know what I mean? Like it's just, it's interesting to see kind of the personality of the coach and then who their quarterback is. Because it's almost pretty imperative to, like, you know, what they're trying to accomplish versus, like, what the quarterback, you know, is good at. And so I think that that's, like, that's the cool part. Defense is tough, super fast. But then offensive-wise, I think that there's a lot of schemes that these coaches are putting together that, you know, are based around – I think it's more of, like, a player's, you know, league. And and the coaches are – instead of – instead of, hey, you have to do it my way, it's like, hey, this is my quarterback. This is what we're going to run. Right, and I think that there that probably wasn't that way twenty years ago, ten years ago, and yeah. now you're seeing that pretty prominent across the board. And I think some of that was Nagy's. What a lot of people had a problem with Nagy was he wasn't willing to change to what what fit Trubisky better, and just wanted to and just wanted to basically like, look, you're either going to learn to do it my way, or we're going to just start over. And maybe Fields is the guy that can do it the way he wants, and it will all end up working out as a Bears fan, but. You know what I mean? Like, like to your point, some of these coaches have got to be able to adapt to, you know, their personnel and what they've got instead of just, this is my system and this is what I'm going to run. Yeah, that, so, those you days be are gone. Right. Those days are gone. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, man, it should be, a, should be pretty interesting um, first week. Like, I'm pretty excited to just kind of see all these games. And, I mean, just having Sunday football back, like, I know, all, man. you know, all day. Ugh. Yeah, God, Dane and perfect. I were already talking about like what, uh, like we want some like wings and pizza. Oh, and, like you got to go big on what, the first. What Sunday first spread? Sunday. Yeah. yeah, she's she's so pregnant right now too. Like she's all about. It. I'm like, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I'm in. I'm in for some wings and pizza and cheese sticks. And... Yeah. What, what type of dips do you guys want to make today? Like, right. Let's go. Yeah. Um, and she's obviously a Cowboys fan, so she we're excited for Thursday night too to watch that game and and uh, kick the season off, but. All right, man. That being said, let's do our let's do our picks. You don't need to see my look of disgust when we talk Bears offense. Boom. Hey, well, you know what? I got a uh, five and zero week right here. I guarantee it. You heard it here. Five and zero. There's no doubt. Right? Listen, I now, mean, don't that do is, that. That is don't caliber do quarterback that, right there. I mean, I've just been bad. Like I've just been bad. Kyle just got up from his chair while we're doing this podcast and went and hit a couple practice putts on his little putting green. Four and one, four and one, snip and a five and oh. Fine. Let's go, week one. Yeah, so let's um let's start out with our picks. So last year and, and what we're gonna do this year as well is we're gonna give you guys our guaranteed picks, which is basically a lock win. Um, doesn't matter the spread, just this team's gonna win. And then we'll have an upset. This is looking at any team that has a spread. Um, they're the underdogs. Like, we just think that they're going to at least cover uh, or win. Or, sorry, no, they're they going to win. win. Yeah. yeah, they're, they're going to win, not cover. And then we're going to have three spreads. So, you know, looking at kind of the matchups and not being able to pick the Bucks, which would have been my pick, went with my second Power 5 team, Chiefs, minus six and a half versus the Browns. I just don't think the Chiefs lose. So, that's my, that's my lock pick. Okay, I like that. To be fair, in the future, me and you can pick the Thursday night game for our if you want to pick that as your lock. But I mean, you didn't, so 
You'll be fine with the Chiefs. I mean, if you want me to just like chase that to the Bucks, I'm more than happy to. <laughs> you can if you want. I mean, no, nah, we'll just roll with the I'm, Chiefs. I'm riding with the Chiefs as my lock as well. That, Dude, like, like was... I said, they have the they have the biggest chip on their shoulder. Like yeah. I really, I'm they're they're gonna be a completely different team than they were last year. I feel like last year they were riding a high. You know what I mean? Like they were right. pretty lackadaisical in the first half, and then the second half they always kind of like buckled down. But now I just think they're going to kind of blow out, blow out, blow out. I think it's going to be a pretty, pretty intense. Uh, and these are two teams that are have con- like there's not a lot changing between what they had last year. So you know, like there won't be very any, familiar. Won't very be familiar. like a lot of rust, I wouldn't think, or you know, newness to either team. But I still like the Chiefs to yeah, they're going to come in. There won't be rusty. They'll just pick up and go. And I like them as a lock for that. So um, I'll go with my my upset pick i went i crossed it out went to a different game crossed that out went back to my original game i'm going washington football team versus the chargers washington at home underdog by one point it's a toss-up game i'll take the home team fits magic early in the season gets it done even though i do like the chargers this year and herbert on his like first full year um it was a tough one, but I'll take Washington to get it done week one. I feel like – Fitz Magic, Fitz, baby. Fitz Magic is exactly like a microwave. Really good for the first part of the season. Not to cook your whole turkey, not to bring the whole season. Just you to know, defrost just, it. Just, just to get <laughs> it going. I mean, if you want something fast and hot, that's Fitz Magic. Yeah. If you want something that's going to get you to the long haul, he probably isn't your guy, but I, I, I can see it. I mean, I, I, I'm rooting for Herbert this year. I think that, you know, he's a really good quarterback, and I'd like to see them do well. Um, selfishly, you know, Keenan Allen would be nice for my fantasy team. Um, but I can see it. I can see it. I don't think that's a bad one. I, I went with um, Dolphins over Patriots, so they're a plus three underdog at, you know, Foxborough, which is tough. But at the yep. same time, I just – like I said, I mean, I, I, I really feel that it's going to be a really big step up for Mac Jones. Dolphins have a great D. They've got good um, – you know, good counterparts on the offensive side. And I think Tua – I mean, it took him a while to adjust, and I think that's what you're going to see with some of these younger quarterbacks. But I, I still – I mean, he throws a really good ball 15 yards, yeah. 20 yards. Where he gets in trouble is if you are letting him, you know, he's getting pressure and you're wanting him to throw it downfield. That's a really tough situation for him to be in. So I just think that in my mind, the Patriots, you know, they they had a lot of people sitting out for COVID um, last year. They had a rough, you know, season last year. Had all the controversy with Cam, who's going to be the starting quarterback. Just feel like there's a lot going on. And, you know, Bill obviously is going to have them prepared, but at the same time, like, I don't know. I, I'm, yeah. I'm going with I'm going with Dolphins as the upset there. I stayed away. I I liked. I actually, if I had to pick that game, I'd probably pick the Patriots. I think their defense is good. I'm just not very high on Tua. I honestly think like Hertz will end up being a better pro quarterback than Tua will be. Why do you and, say that though? I mean, like, what are you not? He's just too small. He doesn't have the arm. He no, have I just I don't making. think he has. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I just from what I've seen so far, yeah, he. He turns the ball over a little much for my liking. He's not like super athletic. It's not like 
he it's not like he's uh, like Hertz can hurt you with his legs a lot more than Tua can. Uh, I mean, he's enough, he's athletic enough probably, but I don't know. I just I'm not high on well, him yet. So so the big thing that he's they not, had I don't think was, he's super I mean, accurate. Honestly, so so that's a I think that's the the difference there is that like when he was starting over Jalen in Alabama, it was because of Tua's decision making and his ball. He throws a better ball. Um, he makes better decisions. Jalen was a little more aggressive, which is fine. He can be. He can run. He can, you know I mean if you're asking me who's more athletic, I would probably say Jalen. Well, yeah. But if you're asking me who's probably a better like decision maker, that's where I'm probably going with Tua. And I think. What his, you know, it wasn't his skill set. It was more of the decision-making part. He was too conservative last year. He didn't really go after a lot of aggressive throws. He kind of just nickeled and dimed. But problem with that is after a while, they catch on to that, and now they're taking up those options, and you only have that deep ball. And I don't think that he was ready for that, and I think that's something they've probably been working in the offseason. But I think if you look at those two quarterbacks, they they play a different game. Overall, I think two is probably edged out on just the overall accuracy and ball. But yeah, athleticism wise, Jalen. Um, well, the good thing so we'll is see. we'll get to find out. Yeah, we'll so. see. Um, but yeah, so I took the Dolphins, and then for my first spread game, I actually took the Chargers minus one. So I know you you took Washington as your upset, but I think Chargers end up getting that game done. Yeah, I mean, honestly, that game is a toss-up. I could see it going either way. I'm hoping I get lucky and Washington wins it just for my well, pick. But Like I uh, said, I mean, it was the only game that you're only getting one point. <laughs> right, so I said, right. let's go. Yeah, uh, my first spread pick, I'll get this one out of the way. Bears to cover plus seven and a half at Los Angeles. Huh? Huh? They keep it close enough. It's the first week. Not going to get blown out, hopefully. I think, I think the Rams blow out the Bears by 21. Very I think it's a three-score game. Three-score game. Three-score game, get back to the drawing board, and maybe Fields comes week two. I really I mean, honest, think that's what you're honestly, looking I'd, at. Honestly, I'd give up. I'd lose this pick for that to happen probably. So They might put up 50 points on the Bears. No, our defense is Stafford better Stafford might. Stafford might. Stafford and the Rams. 400 dude, yards. Love, love that combination, him and McVay. Uh, I just, I'm hoping it's not – like ready to go, primed, ready to go week one. But like See, by week week six, that Rams offense is gonna be nasty. God, I have such a salty taste in my mouth from the Rams last year that like it's really <laughs> tough for them. me to I know dude, it's really tough for me to be high on them, but man, am I high on them? And like I'm starting to get that in the back of my throat, just that taste of like, are you guys gonna fucking let me down? Dude, the difference again? between like, Stafford and golf though is like, oh, it's huge. ridiculous. It's huge. It's and, like the difference between me and your golf game. It's that right. <laughs> big a well, difference. So, so with that in mind, the amount of playmaking slash shot capability is completely different. Yeah. And so, I just think that when you open the playbook for McVay, it's just stupid. Imagine it's what McVay stupid. is gonna draw up, like. He oh. was half – Goff had people running wide open because McVay was so, like, creative to get Goff wide open guys. Like, he's going to have Stafford wide open guys just, like, 20 yards farther down the field. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, I think they're going to be one of those offenses where, you know, they might they might be on the field for eight minutes or they might be on the field for 46 seconds. Yeah. Like uh, – Both of those drives if, end up touchdowns. Right. I mean, it's just – it's one of those things where it's like, okay, 
We're going to run and pound the ball. Which they have good running backs. Yeah. They have a great line. They have a great just scheme, great coaching. So, I mean, like, okay, so first time down the field, they take eight minutes. They run their, you know, you know, running um, short passes, whatever, just get, you know, kind of the feel of the game. Then over the top after you've run, you know, run the ball down their throat a little bit. I think that's where Stafford – Dude, Stafford never had a beast running back. No, he like, never, well, he never had a Lions, good, great like, offensive never, line and not a good I mean, he had Calvin, game. he had Calvin Johnson, which was like the best receiver you could have to throw the ball to, and they were super successful. And then he but, retires early. Well, because, I mean, everybody that's good at the Lions retires after 10 <laughs> years because they're not yeah. winning playoff games. So, I mean, right. it's just the way it is. Um, but, yeah, so I think that, I mean, I'm – I'm on the opposite end, so that's my last spread pick was the Rams over the Bears, so we're already against each other there. Um, but that's my – I'll just go, that's my next spread pick was the Rams minus seven and a half Bears. My, uh, my next one, I went Broncos minus two and a half at the Giants. It was a field goal spread. What so did I'm you just... do? Did you ask Max? Did you ask <laughs> Max which, which one he liked? Do you like a Bronco or – It's a It's a field goal game. So I feel like I'm just picking the winner at this point. I was like, all right, I'll take the Broncos. Like these games were so hard to pick, man. Like I hated this. Like I, I really so feel like, like oh, I man, feel like I just you just know. showed the like logo of each team to Max, and he just said, "Well, of course he's yeah, taking yeah. the horse." Yeah, yeah, give me the Broncos. <laughs> so yeah, I mean it's a field goal game. I'll pick the winner, I guess. Bron, give me Broncos. All right, all right. My last one is uh, Packers minus four over the Saints. I I just don't trust the Packers yet. Like I don't know what either of these teams is yet. I think the Saints are gonna be better than people think, and they the Packers might have, not be as good. People think they still have Aaron Rodgers, right? They still have Jones. They still have Devontae Adams. I mean, yep. they still have got Randall Cobb back. Randall Cobb. I mean, they have their core um, offense. I think that Aaron Rodgers just – I mean, if he's got those people, he's going to be fine. He's going to be totally fine. Yeah. I just – and I'm not saying they don't win that game, but I hate minus four. I hated that spread. Like, it'll be a field goal game. Nah, because you know what? The Packers kicked that field goal, and that cost them the season last year. So, I don't think they're ready They're for not anything. kicking any field goals this they're year? They're not kicking any field goals. <laughs> they're just going for two every time. They're going love... forward on fourth. They're ready to go. I love seeing the Lions. And Jake is so excited. Let's the go. Lions cut both their kickers last, like, last after the last preseason game. It's like, I would love for the Lions to just say, screw it. We're going for it on yeah, every fourth no. down. <laughs> We don't even carry a kicker. Yeah, we just right. carry one one uh, QB three that's also been a punter. He can drop. He can drop kick <laughs> if we really have to. Yeah, exactly. They're fourth down, widespread. Yeah. Oh, little punt. But so, um, no, I think that'll be a. I think that'll be a good game. Who's who was your last one? You my last. Wrong? My last one is the Jags minus two and a half at the Texans. I just Texans are are a dumpster fire, uh, right? Like they can't win that game, even with Trevor Lawrence's first game. Like they just can't. I mean, yeah, I mean NFL, the, the only the only way they would be able to win is if they fired their coach today and started a new coach right, on Friday. Because you know what that means is automatic win, <laughs> right? So that's the only way they would win that game. Like the only what if the that happens the Jags like have to fire their coach the day after. <laughs> Urban, see you. You're <laughs> yeah, out. You'll come back next week, but 
Yeah, that's the. Uh, I think the Jags have like a decent team. And then Trevor Lawrence is good enough, I feel like, even as a rookie, that they can beat the Texans. I don't know. I just, love, I just love the fact that every storyline that I've seen on Trevor Lawrence is this will be the first regular season game he's ever lost. Yeah, <laughs> like that would, that's that in, in high nuts. school and college. Right. Like That is so stupid. Well, he hasn't that lost so yet. Stupid. but well, we'll see. <laughs> so, so, all right, there's our picks. I went uh, – my lock was Chiefs. Uh, minus six and a half versus the Browns. Same. Upset was Washington football versus the Chargers. Uh, my spreads, Bears plus seven and, a half, seven and a half to cover at the Rams. Broncos minus two and a half at the Giants. And Jags minus two and a half at the Texans. Kyle went Chiefs as well for the lock. Upset Dolphins plus three at the Patriots. Chargers minus one at Washington, Packers minus four at Saints, and Rams minus seven and a half versus the Bears. I, so love, that we're, I love that we're starting out with just only one game alike. Yep. Yep, Chiefs, and we got two games where we're going literally going against each other um, and then just two other random games. But that's our picks. Looking forward to getting off to a good start here. Not Honestly, not a lot of confidence. It's week one. We got to feel this thing out first, but – We'll see. I how mean, it goes. here's the deal. Here's the deal: is if Clayton Meyer can get six and zero on the first week, then you but know then that there's not like any skill, right? But what, what I'm saying is that there's no skill involved right. in week one, right? So, so that's where right. I'm at with it. I don't really feel like any of my picks this week judge what I know about football. It's more of just that I need to get familiar with these teams. So, yeah. Um, so we got a good good round up there for the fan picks. Um, I'm going to go down the list, and these are the uh, five spread games we're going to do, and then the bonus game as well. So, for the first spread one, we've got the Jags minus two and a half at Texans plus two and a half. I mean, really the only good thing I can say about the Texans is that it's at Houston. I don't know what that does, though. No, I don't know. Like, their fans probably hate them just as much as anybody. So, (laughs) at this point. They're rioting. Um but, yeah, so that's the first one. Then, I, like I said, this one is, is a really interesting game to yeah, me. Yeah, I Cardinals, like this game. Cardinals plus three at the Titans minus three. I have no idea. Don't know. Uh, would I mean, I'm, I'm high on the Titans, so I'm going to go with they control the clock and, you know, are able to put up a little more points than Cardinals. But, like – who knows? What's Kyle I'm Murray? I'm interested to see what step forward the Cardinals take this year. Like, if they're going to be playoff team and contender in the NFC or not. Well, they were right on the cusp. Right. I mean, they were that one team that you were just, like, super – you didn't want to face them, but you also didn't want to bet on them. But then, they, yeah, they'd lose a stupid game that they shouldn't lose. Right. And you're saying, all right. You didn't want to play them, but you didn't right. want to bet on them. They were just right in that middle game. So, Cardinals plus three at – at Titans minus three. Niners. So this is interesting. Niners minus seven and a half at Lions plus seven and a half. Jared Goff's opening, you know, day in Detroit. Can't be happy being in Detroit, but he's in Detroit. Plus seven and a half. Do you think that game is within a touchdown? Because I really don't. I just think I the Niners don't away either, but man, I hate big spreads, like more than a touchdown spread, but. 
I agree. I think the Niners win that one. But you know what, though? What I'll say for Goff, it might be the best thing that happened to him because way, way less pressure playing in Detroit than there was playing in L.A. So, like, he might but be like, able to calm but like down what a I'm, little. And, what, I'm, what I'm thinking is that, like, you're going from L.A. Your lifestyle is not as good. Yeah, I mean, great Yeah, but he, lives, he probably lives in L.A. in the offseason. Right, but, no, I'm just saying that now you're in Detroit, Motor sure. City. I mean, blue collar, let's go. I mean, you don't have Colin Coward in Detroit like he's off on the West Coast. But you're you're going to a completely different environment, different team, different setup. I just think that's a lot to ask on him. Sure. I just think it's a lot to ask on him. I think he's going to take a little time. I think he might be, you know, he he's definitely going to feel way less pressure for sure. But whether that's good or bad, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. You might be the perfect fit for the Lions. Maybe Stafford was too much of a gunslinger and stuff, and they just need to calm down up there in Detroit. And Stafford was too much of a cowboy in Detroit. So they need right. to get him to the West Coast, baby. Prime <laughs> time. Throw the ball as far as you can. Let's yep. go. But, um, yeah, so Niners minus 7.5 at Lions plus 7.5. Probably the biggest spread you'll see this week. Um, but – you know, I think that's a good game. This was a weird one. I, I really don't. So I, I stayed I, far I, away from this game. I know. So Seahawks minus two and a half at the Colts plus two and a half. They play well at Lucas Oil. Is You've Wentz got, playing? Wentz is, is supposed to be back, but like whether that's you know the best thing for them, I don't know. Um, so it could be limited. I, I really don't know about this game. And like Seahawks. Offense is going to be good. Defense is going to be shit. Yeah. Colts defense is good. Um, I just don't know. I, I think what's good about the the position Wentz is in is that he's not going to be asked to do a lot. Like, they've got really good running backs. They've got pretty solid core of receivers. I don't think that they're going to really have too much of an issue with field position. So, I think that, you know, they, they do have a lot going for him. So, even if he can just manage the field, like, that's all he really has to do. Yeah, I, I have couldn't tell you who's gonna win that game right now. If I if I had to put some money on it, I would probably go with the Colts. Just because yeah. it's at Colts and their defense is better. And I think that, you know, Russell Wilson still has a little distaste for Seattle. Um, I think there's some things going on there that Yeah, but he's a professional. I don't know, man. It might be his year, man. It might be his year to kind of if they have a down season and he, you know, doesn't play as well and is just, you know, getting frustrated. They didn't listen to him in the off season. Now they went and, you know, it wasn't a good year. I think at that point it's, you know, blood boiling and there's a lot of things that need to be talked about. But um yeah, I think that that game's gonna be just interesting. So Seahawks minus two and a half at Colts plus two and a half. Then we've got the Chiefs. Minus six and a half versus the Browns. Um, so, like I said, I, I think at this point, the Chiefs are probably the most motivated team. So, I would take them 100% on that minus six and a half. I, they're not even giving them. Like, what's wild about that spread is you don't even give them the seven and a half. I think that that would be probably a better line. So, you're telling me the Chiefs only have to win by a touchdown and field goal or a touchdown and PAT? Like, yeah. I, I mean, Browns, I think, are a good team and have a good defense. Like, might actually be one of the few teams that's put together to play with the Chiefs as far as the firepower and the defense. 
problem is, is like other than the Bills, obviously, but the problem is nobody's really manufactured to play against them. But well, I can see so that we, game we, being closer than we expect, but I still think it's a touchdown game. I think we both went back to you know kind of our conversations last year whenever the Chiefs were coming in the playoffs, which is that if you keep the offense off the floor or off the field, guess what? Yeah. Like they can't hurt you. And so I think that the Browns running, you know, they have the, the ball as much as they're going to. Um, that's a tough ask, but I just think that, like I said, I think that I think that their whole organization is super motivated this year. So I, I would steer steer clear of betting against the Chiefs. So minus six and a half, I like it. I think they win by seven. So um, that's the last spread game, and then for the bonus game on the pod. Uh, of course, we got to go with the Bears plus seven and a half at Rams minus. There seven you go, there you go, messing with the Bears fans. Had to put so that you, game in there. You guys tell me if you're riding Mike and thinking this is going to be a, a they cover they close cover. game. A good teams, uh, what good teams or good good teams win, great teams cover. That's right. So we'll see. We will see what happens. But um, usually, great I mean, teams aren't seven and a half point underdogs. <laughs> Well, that's what that's what I'm saying is that you got you got at least a buffer where they would have to kick a field goal as well. I mean, like right. I I I see that game as like ten points at least, um, and I would go with the Rams minus nine or yeah minus nine and a half. I'd still take the yeah, Rams, but ten points Bears thirty eight, Rams twenty eight. No, no, they're not going to win. Andy Dalton Dude. throws up thirty eight points, surprises everybody. Drunk. <laughs> Andy Dalton's drunk. Um, but yeah, so going back through that, we've got Jags minus two and a half at Texans plus two and a half. Cardinals plus three. Titans at at Titans minus three. Niners minus seven and a half at Lions plus seven and a half. Seahawks minus two and a half at Colts. Chiefs at minus six and a half versus the Browns. And then the Bears plus seven and a half at the Rams. So uh, make sure you get your picks in uh, yep. before Saturday uh, or sorry, before Sunday. Um, and then, like I said, I mean, if you guys want to, you know, comment, DM us, uh, text us, either way, we'll get you guys set up. Yeah, we'll get the spreadsheet out. We'll we'll post that after the first week of games for the next podcast, and we'll we're gonna start doing them every week now. And um, I'm looking forward to it, man. Football's back. It's great. I'm gonna run through Kyle and I's top five going into the season. Um, Kyle's Bucks, Chiefs, Bills, Rams, Titans in that order. I went Chiefs, Bills, Bucks, Rams, Titans. So same five teams, a little bit different order at the top. I'm just man, Chiefs and Bills are there. Bucks, I mean, again, are the Super Bowl champs, but I don't know if they got that kind of magic again. Do you feel like we're not giving the Bills enough credit? I think I am. I mean, I've got them number two in my Power Five. Well, no, I mean, but I, I mean, like, at at all points, they're going to have to play the Chiefs. Right. I want to see that game. Can't wait to see that game. I agree. I mean, I, I agree. I think that they are as close to parity as possible in terms of what they do on the field. Right. Yeah, they, that game, you know, it's football, so it's one of those things that you go into it expecting it to be 35-40 game, and it ends up being a 14-10 to 10 game somehow, but – I, it's just... Honestly, honestly, I think the big X factor on the two teams is is Travis Kelsey. I think that having a, a top end tight end sure. is really what sets them apart. 
Because, I mean, you got Tyreek Hill, you've got Stephon Diggs, you got Mahomes, you got Josh Allen, you got Edwards Alaire and what, Zach Moss and Devin Singletary. Or Devin Singletary. Um, so, I mean, like, I, I feel like they're very similar. It's just that I feel yeah. like the Chiefs have a more reliable check down. Sure, Kelsey might be the difference difference maker there. So it, it's just that's that's a game everybody wants to see. I think um, along probably within the NFC that game right now going into the season without knowing how good all, all these teams are, I would say it'd be the Bucks and Rams are our two top teams in the NFC going into the season. So which I but. that's rough, um, but yeah, it'd be. It'd be a good season, man. I'm I'm, I'm yep. excited about it. Um, but make sure that everybody gets their picks in, and we will uh, we'll post the uh, pod tomorrow. Um, like I said, just let us yep. know. And all the picks, five picks, yep, five games. So, awesome. all right, man. We'll see you guys next week.